Section 30 of Stories Without Tears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelique Campbell. August 2018. Stories Without Tears by Barry Payne. Omnia Vanitas. With your kind permission, said the minstrel, I will now introduce to your notice my celebrated apologue on the vanity of human wishes. Surely, said the princess, I have seen or heard something of the kind before. Hush, said the minstrel. The least little interruption is enough to put me out. The sensitiveness of a great artist is finer than anything you can imagine. What would you say if I were to be unable to proceed with that apologue? i should forgive you said the princess simply i will render forgiveness harder by proceeding with my story there was once about what date asked the princess in the days of old said the minstrel firmly as usual said the princess and a slight shade of disdain crossed her lovely face we shall never get on if we stop to talk about every little detail like this there was once in the days of old as i have already told you a man who could have everything that he wanted do let me go on said the princess and after he had got everything that he wanted he found that he did not want it at all so he ended up just as he had begun before he started on the gratification of his wishes and the moral of this is that all little boys and girls should be content with that station of life into which it hath wrong said the minstrel wrong all through in any case am i telling the story to you or are you telling the story to me a little of each said the princess and that said the minstrel is one of the things that i particularly dislike i will be a performer if i may i will be an audience if i must but I will not be both at the same time. With these few words of preface, I will now proceed to tell you that there was once in the days of old, that's the third time, said the princess. There was once in the days of old, the minstrel repeated firmly, a man who could have everything that he wanted. At first, he did not know that he could have everything he wanted, and so he became an actor. It was not good, but it might have been worse he might have been a minstrel suggested the princess quite true it might have been worse or as you say it might have been better as it was he was an actor just a medium mummer with a blue chin and a high opinion of himself but with no idea of the good fortune that was awaiting him one day when he was being congratulated by his friends on his masterly creation of the part of the second footman in the new drama entitled the wickedest woman in the cab radius he shrank modestly from the compliments and said he would sooner have won the battle of waterloo than have played hamlet at an almost first-rate suburban theatre this was the first intimation that he received of his marvellous destiny the very next day he did win the battle of waterloo come now said the princess come now you would like to lie down for a little and rest then perhaps you will be able to think of something which is more in accord with ascertained facts did i say that this was an apologue or did i not 
is an apologue supposed to be a bald record of facts or is it rather a suitable field in which the fancy may soar you can't soar in a field said the princess you can get buried in one try it no go on with your story very well said the minstrel there was once in the days of old stop said the princess now justly infuriated go on from the point where you left off very well said the minstrel gloomily this man who won the battle of waterloo was not for long satisfied with that achievement he enjoyed it thoroughly but he felt that more might be possible one day he read gray's elegy and having looked round to be sure that the shorthand reporter was present he took a nice attitude and said that he would sooner have written that poem than have won the battle of waterloo the very next day he found that he had written gray's elegy the princess groaned she said faintly that it was of no use talking i pointed that out some time ago said the minstrel severely the man enjoyed being a great poet very much but he thought of other things which he would also like to be and he was them he thought of things that he would like to have and he had them the gratification of his wishes never annoyed him at all he never prayed that he might go back to his simple cottage and his work on the farm you said he was an actor snapped the princess i did i also said it was an apologue that's the beauty of an apologue this man who wrote gray's elegy was fully satisfied with the fact that he had got everything he wanted until he suddenly realized that he had reached the end of his abilities and he could think of nothing else to want that was terrible what do you want me to do about it asked the princess sweetly nothing said the minstrel it is too late to do anything the man cut his throat and went mad you got that in the wrong order no i haven't he didn't cut his throat enough that's what made him mad it might have happened to anybody he is now in an asylum and the moral of it is that we should always want something i'm glad i never knew that man said the princess madame said the minstrel had he known you he would have still had a want unsupplied end of section thirty recording by angelique campbell august two thousand eighteen